0: Hey everybody, what's up? It's your girl Maddie Still, founder and CEO of Still Prepping 24-7, also author of Persist Past Pain, and of course, your podcast host of the Still Prepping Experience. Today we're going to be talking about a dreaded word that so many people want to deny is real. A word where people hide, a word that is causing people stress anxiety. It's causing people to lose time. It's causing people to lose money. It's causing people to uh, be stressed out when they have friends that come over. That word, ladies and gentlemen, is clutter. So you might be listening to this and you're thinking, how can clutter be causing me ample stress? How can clutter cause me to lose my time or how can clutter cause me to lose money? And I'm about to show you a few ways where that actually happens. And I can honestly say that a lot of this relates to my own household. Now, I am not the person who has clutter in my household. Uh, If you came into my house, you would see a fairly neat house, although I do have an eight year old son that plays sports and uh, thinks he is Playing Fortnite in real life, but I do have a husband that is something I call a paper hoarder. So in my household, clutter is everywhere from papers to sports equipment, to toys, uh, to video games, to random snack wrappers standing out. And that's just a part of daily life of being a mom and of being a wife to someone who's really busy, of being a mom that owns multiple businesses out of her home. So you can understand that a lot of this is natural, okay? So for those people, I'm not necessarily talking to you, but I might be talking to someone that you actually know. So let's just get right into it and start with how clutter is affecting your time. Okay. So first and foremost, studies show that clutter actually affects all of the time that you spend in your household. And I want you to think about this. How much time do you, or like I said, someone that you know, how much time are you or them spending in search of other things. So for instance, you lost your keys for the millionth time because it's buried under a pile of nothingness. Um, The $10 that you swore you put on your dresser, the socks you wear for good luck, and you can only find just one, um, a pen when you need to sign your kid's permission slip. I don't know if that relates to anybody, but it definitely relates to me. When we have clutter, you know, in our drawers or on our countertops or in our workspace, it's nearly impossible to see clearly. And here's the thing, like you could be looking right at the object that you're actually looking for, but that tornado of mess that is just piled up right in front of you clouds your judgment. You can't see beyond that mess looking for that lost item because you're seeing so much other junk. How many times, honestly, have you been looking for something and it is right in front of your face? And I'm not talking about your husband who just never happens to see exactly what he's looking for, but let's say the refrigerator is cluttered with so many different jars of condiments and he's looking for one, his eyes are roaming the shelf over that whole monsoon of condiments that he cannot find the one condiment he's actually looking for. That is wasting time in your life. So one thing that the Still household is taking on is a 30-day declutter movement. And I think that one of the reasons people are so hesitant to declutter their home is because they think of the inordinate amount of work that goes with it. And they think about the rooms that are all slaughtered with mess. So you're looking at your office, you're looking at your refrigerator, you're thinking about your drawers, you're thinking about closets. You still have to swap out your summer clothes for winter clothes. Oh, but it's going to take so many more hours because my kid doesn't fit the clothes from last winter, and then I'm going to have to donate some clothes. And you're just getting piled on with responsibility. And the thought of that is making you anxious. But here's the reality. The livelihood that you're living right now inside of that cluttered home is actually cluttering your thoughts. You can't be creative in certain spaces. You're wasting time searching for things. So here's what we would recommend as a still household family. Uh, You want to take one day per task. So for right now, Um, I'm just taking one room at a time, okay? And here's the thing. I'm a real mom, real issues, things come up. There's days that I can't do it. There's days that I can get to one drawer and one cabinet at a time. And that's all the time I have. I'm a mom. I'm running multiple businesses. I'm married. I have other responsibilities too, but... The idea that I can just spend 20 minutes on one drawer or 20 minutes in one cabinet and I can put on some happy music and make that my time where I'm dancing around and I'm throwing things away and I'm purging things that are no longer relevant to my life, that somehow like, changes the energy that I'm feeling inside of my house. Okay, next let's talk about how clutter is actually causing you to lose money. Money is a big issue. Okay. Um, money is the reason why a lot of couples split up. And if you knew that you could control a situation, um, and you could actually be making more money by decluttering your home, would you do it? I'm sure you would. Okay. So prime example. You have too much clutter on your desk and all of a sudden you're yelling up the stairs, honey, where's the Pico bill? Where's the mortgage? Where's the cell phone bill? And you're searching frantically for 30 minutes to find this bill that's lost in this pile of mess. Clutter doesn't just look bad in your office or on your desk, it actually causes you to lose important papers and bills. So now you're accruing late fees. Now you are paying the company's late and you're trying to explain, I lost it. Like honestly, what company is going to sit there and go, oh, okay, great. Let me give you a break because you lost a bill. Okay. So here's a quick tip that we're implementing in our household that you can take on. And I think it's working really well. Okay. So first of all, let me just admit It is by far the hardest thing to clean in our household, okay? I love my husband. I swear I do. We've been married for 13 years. Wouldn't change him for anyone. Wouldn't swap a day in the life of anyone uh, who doesn't have my husband to be married to. But he is a paper hoarder. The man, I swear he saves bills from when he was like 21 and he's 39 now. And I ask him all the time, like, "Do do you think that... They're coming back for the 21 cents you owe them with your flip phone. I mean, honestly, I think he saves birthday cards from when he was like 16. So what we've started in our household, well, first of all, let me just say what not to do, because I did this before. Again, real mom, real issues. Um, Normally, I just throw everything away if I see it and it doesn't look relevant, I toss it. But what started happening was I was throwing away things that he actually needed. And I was like, "Mm, I probably shouldn't do that anymore. Okay. So what we've started is the clean and analyze method. All right. So first, think about your drawers and things that need to be spent, uh, things that need to be cleaned daily, okay? So let's face it, most people cannot keep their workspace clean if they go more than five days without tending to that influx of papers that pile up daily, okay? So you wanna spend about 10 power minutes a day cleaning your desk, which is going to help keep the mess contained for longer periods of time. So I recommend doing something like this in your workspace mid-afternoon because that afternoon slump hits you and that's when it's hard to start to focus and concentrate, okay? So you want to make sure that your workspace is clear. The next thing you want to do is you want to do the analyze method. And I've taught my husband this and I'm still teaching my husband this, but analyze, is it harmful if I throw this away? Okay. So current bills, obviously you're not going to throw those away because now you're tossing away things that you actually have to pay. But the birthday card your grandma got you when you were 16, I don't think grandma's going to care. She's not even going to know. Okay. Um, Papers that you just, oh my gosh, does anybody else have anyone in their home where um, they use scratch paper to write notes on? It drives me nuts. Both of my boys do this, my husband and my son, and they write, my son writes like cheat codes for video games on scraps of paper, but then he gets like another scrap of paper to write a different code. And I'm like, dude, get a notebook. Like you can easily minimize that clutter by just having one pad of paper to write all of your thoughts on. Okay. And here's what I've been trying to teach my husband. Throwing things away is not bad. It's cleansing. And if it's hard for you to do, then ask a friend. Trust me, I have zero problems coming to your house and throwing away everything in your house that annoys me or agitates me. I will be glad to do that. So now I wanna talk to you guys about how clutter can actually uh, cause even more severe mental health issues. About 11 years ago, I had suffered a series of losses in my life. I lost my uncle who was my godfather. I lost my aunt who was my godmother. I lost my grandmother who was the pillar of our family. And then tragically, I lost my son who was born prematurely and he passed away two days later. And shortly after my son's death, I started to experience anxiety. And I knew it was anxiety because I went and I sought professional help and I was diagnosed with anxiety and depression and uh, post-traumatic stress. But the clutter in my home made my mental health issues that much worse. I mean, I think about the way I feel if I come down the stairs in the morning and there's dishes in the sink and there's wrappers everywhere and there's papers everywhere or things are out of place. I don't know about anybody else, but it makes me feel like my responsibility doubled. And that's not necessarily true, by the way. But clutter can actually distort your reality. Me talking about this issue is not just because your cluttered home is going to look bad to other people. I mean, honestly, who really cares what other people are thinking? But it's because it honestly can make you create fear in your life or create doubt in your life or create um, stress, anxiety, depression. You start to look around your house and say, well, why can't my house look better? You start comparing your house to other people's houses when in reality, you can't even see your house because it's just under a lot of filth. So you just have to do something about it. Okay, so before you go all crazy decluttering your home and fixing every crevice of your household, I want you to think about something. Is this normal clutter? Or is this disturbing my peace? In actuality, I really do think that there's a difference. I think if you walk into a room and you instantly feel an energy shift or you feel like you're stressed out or you feel like you're going to blow your top or you're going to stick your middle finger up in the middle of traffic, more than likely that is not normal clutter to be involved in or to be around. So if you do feel when you walk into a room like something has to change, the first thing you have to do is decide. Just today, after you've listened to this, just say, you know what, that's it, she's right, I'm going to take one room a day or one drawer a day or whatever it is that's causing you stress and I'm just going to purge it. I'm gonna throw some things away, I'm gonna get rid of the old so that I can welcome in the new. And then once you do that purging process, you need to set up some strong parameters so that it doesn't happen again. For instance, get a hook for your keys, get a bill organizer, have a trash can in every single room, use the analyze method I told you about. Analyze, is it harmful if I throw this away? And if it's not, ditch it, toss it, get rid of it. Whatever the system is, you need to use it, okay? And more importantly, you need to do this before 2019. Think about the fact that 2019 is for new year, new blessings, new goals. Notice I keep repeating the word new. You can't go into a new year if you're weighed down by old stuff. Especially once the holiday season starts this year, you're going to be collecting a lot of new things into your household. So why not get rid of the unnecessary things that are causing you stress in your house? Okay, And here's the thing, and I want you to really keep this in mind before you go into the holiday season. You don't need a lot of things to bring you happiness. Now, I'm not saying that you can't enjoy the finer things of life. I'm not saying not to go out and get that cute pocketbook you've been eyeing up, girlfriend. I'm not saying that you can't go get that new electronic toy that you've been wanting for yourself to make life easier. I'm just saying If we lived a life of simplicity, wouldn't it be easier to keep our home clean and our heads clear? So thanks again for listening, everybody. This is your girl, Madi Still, author of Persist Past Pain. You can actually connect with me on my website, www.madistill.com. I look forward to hearing from you and getting some feedback on how you are decluttering your life and living your most powerful life. Have a great day. You don't you know not you don't